0: Hey friends, Amanda here, and I am thrilled that you have joined us for another episode of Beyond the Moment. Today, I'll admit, we're talking about one of my favorite things to talk about. We are diving into a discussion about using our gifts for missions and the ways that God has uniquely created each of us to serve Him and others. He has given you a passion and He's given you gifts, but how might He be calling you to use those gifts in this season of your life? We're going to talk about that and so much more on this episode. And as always, we are so glad you're here with us, friends. This is Beyond the Moment. Hi, friends. I'm Rebecca Lindhout. And I'm Amanda Martinson. And welcome to another episode of Beyond the Moment. I don't know if you've seen, um, I've got some yellow stuff out on the ground that's causing me to sound a little, some type of way today
1: it's causing me to feel like my brain is being squeezed by a pro wrestler I, I feel like today I have a migraine hangover from yesterday it's just like uh I don't have a migraine but it's
0: just I, I remember it <laughs> <laughs> your head's like we've done this it wasn't pleasant <laughs> yeah, I'm just that's fun.
1: Days past.
0: yeah I do I I, I feel like I hear that I sound like raspy I'd like to apologize to um, anyone listening that's like what's wrong with your voice um it's just simply because if you don't live in the south you you may not know this but um around this time of year we get some pollen (laughs) and the pollen came out with a vengeance (laughs) a vengeance it is a yellow blanket
1: in North Carolina right now
0: I feel fine you know I feel fine it's just that I feel like I sound very like kind of raspy and um like I need to cough but I don't do you know what I'm saying like
1: <laughs> you don't you don't sound like either one of those things you just okay. sound snotty okay, okay. yeah okay let's well, be honest well
0: that you let's That too. yeah call yeah. it a spade um you can't see this but I have like several beverages like <laughs> coffee water put some things on the side that are helping me not you know like you know I just that's that's not pleasant to listen to so I'm you trying to uh,
1: yeah
0: I'm trying to hold it back I'm trying to hold it back for you um but we are so, so glad that you are with us today, friends. And we are, um, I think so excited and fired up to talk about what we're talking about today, which is, you know, using your gifts, um, and your passions for missions. And so we're going to talk today about, um, we'll talk a little bit about spiritual gifts. We'll talk about using your gifts, um, and like living and just living on mission with God, the way that he uses us, the way that he's wired us, um, to serve him and to serve others. And so, um, I, I'm I love talking about this stuff. Do you like talking about gifts? There's so, so I like getting it. them <laughs> <laughs> I mean I don't know that I've
1: I've ever had a like a serious talk about it. I remember that um, when I was interviewing um, for the mission field, um, they had us take a personality test and um i I went from being an enf Uh Uh-huh. MJ. Uh-huh. To like an ENFT or EN ENTJ, I think is what I went from. And they were like, they asked, Does anybody see a difference in the last time you took it? And I was like, Yeah, I do. And and they were like, Well, why do you think that is? And I said, Well, I think I used to be like, you know, that feeling person, like, you know, if a person doesn't have a fish I want to give them a fish mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I went to being like you know let's teach you how to fish and then I went to who stole your fish let's get your fish back let's make a plan <laughs> you were <laughs> so
0: all over the spectrum of it like I was I'm like now I'm like let's get your fish back <laughs> yeah. I already yeah. taught you how to fish and somebody's taking your fish you're you're wanting an action step now you're 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 going with the action step that's what it is yes yeah yes. so that's is that the Myers-Briggs personality test is that what you're yeah 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 yeah, yeah I've done that one before too I won't yeah. remember all of my letters but I know I know I started off with an I because I am more of the introvert but um it's like I remember when I took it it said this is this is one of the rare types because it's an introvert that's also comfortable being an extra artist. I think it's an in fj i think i might be misquoting that but
1: you're an introvert
0: and introvert i mean i'm an extrovert and introvert that's it and there's a lot of letters involved is what i'm telling <laughs> a lot of letters involved in that way
1: you're, you're like, all
0: chatty but you're not comfortable with it exactly i will i love to make small talk with you and at the same time i wish i was at home in my bed <laughs> you know watching television but i love it i love talking to you but i'm also in my head going it'd be nice to be home <laughs> you know so yeah well, it's a, it's a yeah. fun personality type to be. Yeah. I think we all have become somewhat of that since COVID. We're
1: like, home's not so bad. These introverts have kind of, kind of yes. made it the shade here.
0: Yes. I want yeah. it on this introvert action. Made for it, made for it. I'm telling you. Yeah, it is. I was actually talking to somebody at um, we had a, a like a women's worship night at our church uh, last weekend. And I was talking to um, another one of the women there. And we were talking about how, um, how we love going to those things. And like, we love, you know, doing the worship nights and being part of it, but it's hard when you, um, you know, do tend to be more of an introverted, you know, and I think it, it might, it's probably hard for extroverts too, but you know, when you're coming into a situation and you're like, oh, I, I want to be friends and I want to get to know each other. But at the same time, it's so scary because you're, you know, you're putting yourself out there. And so it was so funny because we were laughing about how we drove home. Um, we had it on like a Saturday night. We were talking on a Sunday and it was so funny because we were like, we were talking about how we both drove home thinking oh my gosh I just probably said the stupidest stuff you know oh yeah people thought it was so weird you know
1: I mean I I I guess I worry about that but I I guess I'm probably my 12 year old self's worst nightmare right you know like oh my gosh, she's gonna say it she's gonna do it stop it mom oh my god and you know like at the last women's conference that I went to you know ladies night out at um Crossroads Church in Broadway, shout out. They had an amazing ladies' night out and they were having this, um, guess the song bingo. This, you know, thing. Oh, I
0: would, would rock at that game.
1: We oh, had, I, I mean, I was awesome at it. And you know, they had a DJ, like a legit DJ oh, playing. Oh, I would,
0: I would love it, love it. And
1: so, like, there was this other girl, like, a few tables across from me when they would play songs she liked. She got up and danced, and I was like, my table was just like sitting there and I was like, I'm
0: going to the dancer. So I went over to the dancer. And she and I were like the only two people in the room, but we were shaking it. Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my, my,
1: 12 year old self would be mortified of me today.
0: I get it. It, it is, it's, it's fun. There are so many type, like personality type things. We're going to talk about spiritual gifts today, which is different. We'll get into that in a minute, but, um, but it is, it's God wired us all so differently. And so to me, it's, it is, part of it's fun to learn about yourself but part of it is is I think there's um it's good to have the knowledge of how you're wired and it also helps you in working with other people you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: um you and I for example we're wired very differently but understanding that helps us work together you know um and there's and we'll link a lot of these in the show notes there's a lot of a lot of uh you know personality things that you can take there's some. Um, We've done here as as a staff. We've gone through the Strength Finders, the Clifton Strengths Finders um, book, and done that, um, which is really helpful. So there, you know, there's a lot of things out there today, but um, there's which is great. There's a lot of resources for us to have, and so um, those are always good to have. But it's it's good to know, in many ways, how God wires you because it helps you know in a lot of ways the ways that He's called you not only to serve Him but to serve others, and so. this is one of my favorite things to talk about in the entire world. It should not shock you. And when I get like, I, you know, I did a, I did the leadership one, and, um, uh, we did it on feeling called to write and speak, and you know, so we did that as sort of a, for those that are called to to ministry in that way. And I told them, I said, I didn't even have to have any coffee, like that's how jazzed up I was to talk about it. So like, for me, I mean, I I talk about this a lot in everyday life. Probably my friends, my poor friends, probably get tired of. <laughs> I was talking about it, but it's, I just, I enjoy those pieces to to look at the, you know, the ways that God's working in their life and, you know, and wired them to serve him. And uh, it just gets me, I, that might be the leadership person in me that just gets excited about, um, you know, God using people and gifting them in certain ways and just the ways that he does all that. It's just, it's so cool to me um, that he does that. So I'm, I'm jazzed to talk about this today. is what I'm telling you. <laughs>
1: You are Kenny G today.
0: I am so jazzed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, like I took like, I, I, I don't know that I'd ever taken a spiritual gifts test. And so I took like three of them today and I, you know, they all came out a little bit differently mm-hmm. and, and, and we can talk about that later. But one thing I can tell you that I am not, that they almost like shouted at me from the, the testing side and threw something at me was I am not an, an administrator. That's mm. not me. Uh Uh i actually told i told uh, evan the other day i was like spreadsheets make me hurt like it's like i can't my brain Uh does not want to function in that way it doesn't want to function in boxes i can't like making a spreadsheet is very difficult for me like Uh that's that because i think it takes like that math side of your brain which Uh i don't have at all like i can count change and that's as far as it
0: goes (laughs) so that's really all you need (laughs)
1: So, like administrator if I had to tell like if I had to be an assistant principal and tell teachers like where Mm -hmm. they needed to be what period there would be chaos there would be alarms going off children (laughs) crying it would be just (laughs) the worst so I'm glad I'm not an administrator God created us to need one another and so that's why we aren't all like The super like I just have a feeling that Billy Graham had like a a a a messy office. Like I do. I just like it's not, it's not what we can't all be all the things. And we can work on our strengths and we can work on our weaknesses. You know, we got those growing edges that you talk about in your evaluations that Mm -hmm. you just throw across Mm -hmm. the room. But you know, like my last evaluation, I needed some help on organization. So I got myself the biggest calendar in the whole wide world. I wish that y'all could see this. It is like five foot by three foot
0: it goes across my whole wall listen I'm gonna tell you I like that calendar because as a big picture person I like to look at that thing and say oh look look at the months coming up this is what's happening yes (laughs) I like that I appreciate that
1: and I and I as a you know big picture I, I am a big picture person but I'm also like let's eat that elephant one bite at a time person mm-hmm. so then I look at my
0: calendar and I go oh my gosh too many elephants mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it can get overwhelming exactly yeah I know but I, I I love talking about this and I'm excited that we're talking about this and we're really taking this topic as a way to kick off um sort of a new topic series that we'll be focusing on in the coming months um which is you know Lots of different ways that God is is using His people in in ways that He's working around us, and the ways that He uses us as vessels to to do that work for the kingdom. And so, um, I'm I'm excited that we're we're talking about this today. And so, um, I remember this was I think it was probably last year. I was talking to um, a group of like twenty something girls, which I just love that age so much. Um, and we were talking about this very thing, and um, I remember I looked at them and I said, one of the biggest things that I wish that I would have known at your age is that you can't miss it. Like mm-hmm. this timeline that we create of, well, I've got to do X, Y, and Z by this time. And I've got to be doing these really big things for God. And I've got to have this and this. And it all has to go in a certain way. And and I remember telling them, I wish I would have, I wish I would have really understood. Mm-hmm. And walked out the fact of there's not a, a timeline with this that God uses us, um, uses different seasons of our life for different, you know, training purposes and training ground and, and all of that. But I remember I was, thinking I'm gonna not miss trying it. to
1: corner you. He's not trying to like mm-hmm. back you into a corner of ministry, like as we change our calling changes and that's okay. And I think that people need to hear that, that there is a freedom in that, that at this point in my life, this is, this is where I feel God leading me, but that will change. That will change as, as your relationships change. It will change as your marriage status changes. It will change when you become a mother or, or or father or, or or not, or a really great aunt. Um, Like all of those things can change. And I think like if, if I were to Give that advice to, to my daughter, like what yeah. kind of advice would I give her? Um, I don't know. Have you ever seen the movie? Um, what's the one Zootopia? Yes, I've seen Zootopia okay. Girl. That soundtrack her, is on point. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. You know, when Shakira sings the song, yeah. Try Everything, yes, I do. I want her to, in ministry, try everything, go out there, try it, you know, because you never know. Um, there might be something that you feel afraid of that might actually just, you know, check all the boxes for you, you know, that might just feel and, and, and connect you in ways it won't feel you, but it will make you feel so connected to God in a way that you would have never guessed. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm.
0: yeah. Would you have looking back, knowing what you do now and the ways that you serve God and the ways, and even all throughout your life. And I know we've talked about this some on previous episodes, But looking at where you are now, would you, would you think you would ever be in that position if you trace back, you know, that call Mm -hmm. on your life to serve?
1: No, because my initial call was just missions, like that Mm -hmm. call of the like nine-year-old girl Mm -hmm. when, you know, a, a missionary came to my church and just talked to the kids and she made us Chilean hot dogs and, and, uh, we, we got to touch all of the things that she Mm -hmm. had and 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 like I just like I all but went up and smelled that lady that's how much (laughs) I loved it you know yeah yeah um, Phyllis Thomas and um but that was that first call to missions and so I thought that it was going to be like full-time on the mission field Mm -hmm. so if I thought about myself in a in an office today Mm -hmm. I would I would have like screamed at myself like you know go get on an airplane now (laughs) but I love it because I'm fostering missions exponentially now, Um, maybe even more so than I could have uh, done from, from one place on the mission field. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. That's what I think is is so, is so interesting. And, and I mean, and I look back at, and I think it's so easy when we're in one place, because I look back, you know, I remember years ago, I, I said to a friend, You know, I I mean, I'm, I was a social work major. I was a social worker for years before I became, you know, before I came to work here and and was involved in ministry. I remember, you know, thinking one time, well, why why wouldn't the Lord just have had me go to seminary or had me go, you know, get a different degree or, you know, something than, you know, than, than what I did. And then, um, and that's, that's, that's sort of the way I used to think. I used to think, well, gosh, did I waste that time? But there's never any time that God wastes, and and mm-hmm. now looking back on it, you know, even you know further down the road, I thought, my gosh, some of the best ministry training I got was as a social worker. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: you know? oh yeah. I mean, that, that that elementary education background that I have, definitely, you know, I, mm-hmm. I know that God, um, a big part of my calling, no matter where I am, no matter what my job is, a big part of my calling is always going to be to work with children. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so uh, when I came here, you know, I definitely felt God calling me to be at WMU, but children didn't fall into that. And I wasn't sure exactly, you know, and I continue to work with children uh, through Bible drill and through missions with, with mops. Um, but now God has reopened that door for me that that's, mm-hmm. that's going to be one of my new responsibilities as children. And I'm just like, I am so Amanda Martinson jazzed
0: right now. <laughs>
1: Can hey, I get a heart with some kids well,
0: again? I, if, listen, if that doesn't get made into a shirt, um, I'm sorry, Amanda Martin's and jazz right now. <laughs> I'm going to need a plaque with that on it. Thank you. Um, but yeah, and that's what, that's what I love because I think, and that, that's, that just shows how much, you know, God is in every single detail mm-hmm. of what we do. And the fact that, you know, that he would have you teach, literally teach in a capacity in a school than to have you teach from a pulpit than to have you to, you know, I mean, and look at all the different facets. You're, you're still, you're still doing that, that call of serving him is the same, mm-hmm. but the method in which you have done that is different. Mm-hmm. And I can see the same traces, you know, throughout my life. And that's what I want us to look at today, because I wish I would have done that a little bit more, you know, yeah. especially in my twenties. I, I put so much pressure on myself. Um, you know, to have it all figured out and to think, well, this is the timeline, and then I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this. I'm going to have published a book by the time I get this age, and this, and it just life doesn't shake out like that always. And does that mean that God's not still working or that He didn't put a calling on your life? Absolutely not. You know,
1: mm-hmm. so um,
0: so I'm I'm super excited for us to sort of dive into this, and um, I know that there are there's so many scriptures surrounding um, gifts and things like that, and we'll ta- we'll we'll certainly reference those, but I one of my favorite, um, scriptures when we look at this and this really doesn't have anything necessarily to do with, with gifts, but you'll kind of see where I'm going with it in a second. Um, if I, and if I've not said this, but I love the book of Acts, like it's one of my favorite books, in the entire Bible. I don't know. I don't know why I'm just, I'm just drawn to it. Well, I know, I know why, cause I'm, I have a fascination with how the early church started and just well it's all about action you know. right it's action right. yeah yeah it's and, action, and, like and, y'all yeah.
1: we need to move yeah,
0: like, yeah yeah and we get Paul's conversion and we just we see so many of you know just great people of the faith and just yeah so I, I'm just, I just love Acts one of the things that I wanted us to look at was Acts one and it's four through eight I'm going to read it to you um, but I love this verse so much and I I believe the translation that I have here I believe it's I think it's the CSB translation, but it's acts one verse four through eight. And this, and it says that while he was with them, he commanded them to, to, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for the father's promise and which Mm -hmm. he said, you have heard me speak about for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy spirit in a few days. And so when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, are you restoring the kingdom to Israel at this time? And then he said to them, of course, this is Jesus. He said, it is not for you to know times or periods that the father has set by his own authority in verse eight, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth.
1: I love it when it says the uttermost parts of the earth. Oh, I love that. That translation. Yes. Give me some
0: uttermost. Yes. I I don't know. I've always been so drawn to that. And I think. A lot of that is, um, you know, is the conversation about the Holy Spirit and the fact that mm-hmm. when we are looking at gifts and spiritual gifts, spiritual gifts are given to us by the Holy Spirit. And of course, in Acts, when we see Jesus's ascension, right? This is, I mean, these are literally his last words before he's taken mm-hmm. up to heaven. And he says, you know, here is the knowledge that you're going to need. You're, you will receive the Holy Spirit and then you're going to be my witnesses, um, you know, in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria, and then, you know, like you said, to, to the farthest places of the earth, right, to, to all mm-hmm. of the ends of the earth, and so mm-hmm. um, when we look at gifts, there are, you know, there's a difference between spiritual gifts and gifts that, you know, we, we, we have that talents and things that we're good at, so, mm-hmm. you know, we might be good at, at singing or writing or playing an instrument, and that definitely is a talent and a gift, um, and and of God course, God. talents. Yes, God yeah. gives us talents. Absolutely, He gives us things um, that we are good at and passionate about. But a spiritual gift is given to us only to believers, because non-believers can also have talents and gifts and things like that. Spiritual gifts are given to us um, by the power of the Holy Spirit when we become believers. And so, well, I don't that know the
1: exhortation of the church. That's right. That's right. But, you know that's almost like my call when I was when I was first felt called it was that to the uttermost parts of the earth that's Mm -hmm. that's where I felt it and that was what I was drawn to but now in my life also Acts 4 13 just always jumps out at me Um, and this was when Peter and John were before the the court and and it says when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized they were unschooled ordinary Mm -hmm. men they were astonished, and they took note that these men had been with Jesus.
0: Yes, yes.
1: So it it's not it your spiritual gifting doesn't always uh, coordinate with your level of education. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. it is it is all about what God has called you to do. If fishermen mm-hmm. can be uh, apostles, then surely God is is calling you know us to do great things.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, that's it. I mean, you know, first Corinthians 12 is, I mean, like I said, there's so many scriptures um, in the Bible about gifts, but um, you know, there's a couple of things that we can pull from that chapter. We know that, like I said before, each believer has at least one gift. A lo- you know, most of us, I would j- probably dare to say, you know, have more than one thing that God has given us, um, you know, in that way. But we know that we all at least have one um, and so, and the Holy spirit, you know, as is alive inside of us um, and he's different, right. And in terms of, of the way that, um, you know, he speaks to us and, and, the way that he calls us to serve, but we know in that way that, that each of us is given a gift um, and, so that, and to know that, that God is so kind to do that, to give us a unique way to serve him. And while knowing that other people are going to come alongside and have that same passion, you know, for,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, for a people group or, um, or a specific area of ministry or something that to me is really special. You know, it's, we mm-hmm. can all have a similar passion. You and I have a similar passion for missions. And yet the way we execute that is very differently, you know, the way that God has called us to walk that out is different. And that's just really cool to me, you know?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like you were talking about with the holy spirit like the holy spirit sees who we are now and how we are gifted now but the holy spirit also sees what we could be you know and those and those giftings Mm -hmm. can uh can grow and shift um to to achieve god's purpose
0: yeah that's true so I know we, we briefly touched on, on this a little bit when we were joking around, but so, cause we know we said administration and natural spiritual gift. <laughs> nacho. It's my nacho. It's your Nacho spiritual gift. Um, what is, uh, if you don't mind sharing, what is your top or top couple? So teaching is one of my highest ones and leadership
1: and hospitality are my, my top ones.
0: That's awesome which will also be when you can go reference episode um, two, I think it is when we talk about the mission of hospitality and you'll clearly be able to see that come out in that episode, I think, because. (laughs) My my passion. I love that. For people to feel welcome so they want to know about Jesus. I know, and and that's what I was going to say, that this is what the cool thing is. Um, And I remember hearing Annie Downs reference this before when she was talking about how we all sort of have our different place in the kingdom. And she was talking about evangelism. And she was saying, like, for her, she said, you know, I may not be the one who's going to um, be the best at communicating—not um, um, not communicating the gospel, but but sort of um, evangelizing the gospel in the best way. There's there's other people who who have that gifting more so than me. Um, but she said, but I I will be the person who stands at the door and gets them in to hear the person say, mm-hmm. you know. And I remember thinking, gosh, that is so true, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Um, Because each of us has those in different ways, and and it may not be that we're necessarily the person delivering that, but we're the person who draws that person in or makes them feel welcome. That's why, you know, welcome teams and volunteers at churches are so important, because when Mm -hmm. those people pull up on, you know, on your church property as first-time visitors, as people who, you know, are are coming in who haven't been to church in a while, and they see those smiling faces and those people welcoming them in. It makes a huge difference,
1: you know. First Corinthians twelve. is Now, to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Like yes. that is one of the things that it's not for about me. But remember that this is about the common good. Yeah. Um, and then to to one there is given the Spirit of the, a message of wisdom; to another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit; to another, faith by the same Spirit; by another, healing another miraculous powers, another prophecy, another distinguishing between spirits, another speaking in different kinds of tongues and still another in the interpretation of tongues. Mm-hmm. All of these are the work of one and the same spirit and he distributes them to each one as he determines. I love that part too. He distributes these yep. gifts as he determines. Like right now, maybe God doesn't need me to have the gift of prophecy. You know, maybe I don't, uh, Maybe or or maybe I don't need exhortation at this point to a heavier degree than I might later in my life. I don't Mm -hmm. know, but he, God gives it to us as he determines. Mm -hmm. And um, that's one thing. Don't ever feel like your gift is less than another person's gift because God determines the giving.
0: Exactly. And I love the point that you made about it being for the greater good and the common good, because that is the whole point. And it, um, is it Ephesians four? I'll have to go back and look that where it talks about, you know, each, each basically the body of Christ, each person having a responsibility as, as a part of the body. And, and it's, it's only to help confirm for you, um, you know, certain ways that you're, that you can serve God, right. It's Mm -hmm. only, it's only to, to empower you with the power of the Holy spirit, which is already living inside of you. If you're a believer to be Mm -hmm. able to take those steps, to serve, to serve others. And, um, and it's, you know, in, in many ways, just can be a confirmation of probably things that you already see come up in, in your life. And, you know, and to any, to anybody who's listening, who, who's thinking, well, I, you know, that's not even something I've ever explored or, or thought about, or, um, or I'm not sure what God has, you know, what spiritual gifts he's given me. Um, I think, you know, we've already mentioned first and foremost, you know, talking to God about that is your first step. Spiritual Mm -hmm. gifts, you know, test are great resources to have. And then I think it's, it's in looking to, um, you know, what have others said, you know, what have others, you know, called Mm -hmm. out in you or brought out in you um, that they've noticed when you're serving or, you know, are, are you someone who's often um, by your own will and or by other people? Are you someone who's, who's put in leadership positions a lot? Um, Do people look to you for advice, to encouragement, you know, for, um, for wisdom, you know, things like, so, you know, thinking about what other people, um, you know, what other people see in you as well. And things that you've seen, you know, themes and things come up throughout your walk with the Lord, um, you -hmm. know, and, and throughout, you know, your life. And so we have those, those spiritual gifts that he's given us. And then of course, you know, he gives us. The gifts and talents that he has to, you know, writing, speaking, um, you know, teaching, um, you know, uh, insert any kind of talent that you want as a way to serve the Lord. You know, I don't think there. anybody
1: is a zero on any of the gifts. You know, yeah, and, um, yeah, and like I said, we do have growing edges. But if you feel like I'm not sure what my gifts are, you've taken these tests and it seems like your scores are like you know twenties for everything. You know, so what well, what is it? Then that that's when you well you should from the start pray for wisdom Mm -hmm. because you know the bible tells us that if we pray for wisdom god will give it to us um and sometimes that can be a scary thing because then we see we see we see a lot of things um but yeah pray for that that wisdom and discerning of of what he's got you here for now
0: you yes. know, does that make yeah. sense? Does that yeah. sentence makes sense. Yeah, it does. What he's got you here for now. <laughs> yeah, you know, it does. And it, it it makes me think of uh, you know, I think it's it's so important to look at. Well, how do our gifts and our passions? How do they collide with with missions? Right? How does how does how does all this work when we're talking about living on mission with God? And it reminds me of that um, that Frederick uh, Buchner quote where he says, "The place that God calls you to." Is the place where your um, your deep gladness and the world's hunger meet. And I have always thought that was such a beautiful quote of, yes. you know, what makes your heart jump for joy in service and and in the way that you know the Lord has called you to serve is, is something. That I have that same thing written hunger. down, but you <laughs> know what,
1: like how we how we hear it, like or maybe how it was presented to me was is it's where your great passion and the world's great need meet. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You
0: know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I actually wrote that down. that Yeah, funny? I mean, and, and I think it it's it's so true. Um, that to me is part of one of you know the ways that God is so creative is you know here's a way to serve me and, and here's a way that it it benefits you know my people in the kingdom. Um, I I say it's like operating in a holy sweet spot because mm-hmm. it's where um, you know not only not only do you have this passion for something but you have the gift to be able to go along with it in service for the kingdom and to me it's like a it's like a holy mm-hmm. a holy sweet spot you know so you know if you're if you're listening to this and you're you're thinking you know number one you may even already know what what your spiritual gift is and you're already you know fully operating in that and serving in that way um but if if you don't and you know you're wanting to explore that more and you're thinking you know I'm wondering how God is calling me to serve, I think, you know, a good question, there's some good questions to always ask, and, um, you know, but I always come back to, like, what is it that, that fires you up, you know, what I told you when we Mm -hmm. sat down, I was like, this right here is what fires me up, because my, my, my gift, my spiritual gift is, is exhortation, and, or some people call it encouragement, but, um, and it's that, you know, it's that this fires me up to, to sit down and say, what has God given you a gift for? And how can you use it? And how can I help you use that gift, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and moving that along for the greater body, but what is it that fires you up? What makes you come alive? What is it, you know, that if you could sit and talk to somebody, you know, for hours about what would it be? And, and it might not be just one thing. It's probably not. There's probably a lot of things, um, that you, that you can do that with, but what's, what comes back to that central theme for you? Um, you mm-hmm. know, I think, I mean, our, our calling is to follow Christ, right? What that looks like for each of us and the way we serve him will be different, but, you know, your calling in terms of the way he's called you to serve and missions, they go hand in hand because, you know, you and I were talking about this earlier, you know, but maybe your heart, it just breaks over the issue of human trafficking. Um,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, so, so your heart lies with that and you want to work with organizations who, you know, who help rescue victims of human trafficking. Who
1: stole your fish.
0: Yeah. Or just like you were talking about earlier, or or it's it's teaching it's, it's calling that to action, right. Um, working with children, like you were talking about earlier or teens or, you know, discipling that next generation. Um, isn't it funny
1: how God can be eerily specific to you with gifting too, because like, I feel, I feel called to children, but in no way called to teens. Like I would, I would Mm -hmm. teach them if I needed to on a Sunday, but I am like, there's almost a a fear (laughs) teenagers with me yeah. although I have uh, you know nieces and nephews who I love very much who come over to my house on a on a nightly basis mm-hmm. and you know we just chill and hang out but if I if mm-hmm. I had to be a high school teacher um you might as well just throw in math because I would just be just as lost as I could be mm-hmm. and say so. I'm the
0: opposite I, I mean I worked with teens for years I love them I think they come back to me when they're young women <laughs> I think this next like generational work gets me excited, like working within the generations and seeing how this next generation, the differences, the strengths, the, you know, all of that, like, you know, it's, it's that, and that's what I'm saying, you know, that's why each of us is so different in terms of that, and that's why, thank the Lord, we do have, I am not a youth pastor, but thank the Lord for youth pastors, and, and, mm-hmm. you know, and people that work with, and with children, and with, and with all the things, um, you know, even people who are, or organizing, volunteers in their churches you know the people who are um you know are are in charge or or steward um you know volunteer teams and uh and you know ushers and greeters and you know and i mean those every everything works together and it's like you were saying earlier there's no gift that's that's greater than another um there may be gifts that are used in a way of like you know we're looking at speaking and we're looking at pastoring and you know there they may be um more up front out you know up front than others but but no more or less important than than the other you know
1: and even the interpretation of what gifts mean um it's going to be different from place to place like in one of these these tests that i took exhortation um was not like encouragement like you would think like a barnabas encourager it was like um I see that you are not walking in your faith mm-hmm. and I'm going to point that out to you. Yeah. And that's a piece of
0: it for sure. That's
1: mm-hmm. a kick in the butt part. Like yeah. I'm really good at the Barnabas part, but I'm not good at the at the Paul part where he points out and says, yeah. look, here's your failing and you need to, <laughs> but you need well, to fix we it. We do
0: it in a way that is encouraging. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, that's a that's a piece of it because part of that gifting is seeing potential in the other person to um, grow in their spiritual walk in a different way and it wasn't something until I even got older that I realized that not everyone was looking at people like that because I had always looked at people like that (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then when I realized that that's what it was I was like oh no okay so not everybody looks at everybody like you know in that in that particular way, and and wants to steward it. That's the thing. It's not just like a calling. It's a stewarding of, of you know. I see these things in you, and they are awesome. And mm-hmm. and or hey, maybe these are some things we you know I can help you. And look, you're looking at enneagram too. I am just destined to be like <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: the helper of the you know. But it's but that's what makes my heart sing. Like mm-hmm. it's you know. I mean, um,
1: it's hard to be. It is hard to be a person with the gift of exhortation because you you have to give up that fear of being uh, looked at as judgy, mm-hmm. you know? Like everybody's going to have an opinion on every gift too. So that's another thing that, you know, you've, you've got to get that out of your mind, you know, that no gifting is going to be without its bumps in the road. Oh yeah, and, um, for it, sure
0: when you're looking at, at, at and again this is with anything this is with prophecy this is with i mean you know it's like you said with with everything <laughs> i don't want to sound like spider man to quotes but but like um you know with every what is it what does he say about um with great responsibility comes great power or something what is that great power. the opposite with great power comes great comes great power. responsibility they, okay everybody that's that's a big fan of spider man is screaming at me right now that's listening to this like you don't know that quote um but yes, with with great. I power think somebody comes right before Trump Spider-Man today. said it. I'm pretty
1: sure it wasn't.
0: It was his yeah. uncle. Wasn't it his uncle that said it? Yeah, but yeah. he
1: quoted it from somebody else. Like it, it's it's <laughs> like I said probably Bigner
0: or or, or something like Spider-Man that. Fans you, are yeah, just, I'm I'm for sure it's Cucurguard. Like yeah. throwing things right now. Uh, my Mm -hmm. apologies um I have I have seen um Spider-Man I just um you know it's just not fresh in my brain right this second are
1: you Um, seriously apologizing
0: for Spider-Man right now listen I well listen Marvel people can come at you hard if you don't know if you don't know all the things
1: they're not as hard they don't come at you as hard as Star Wars people let me just say that right now Mm
0: -hmm. I think so much too like your Your calling is what god has has put on your heart as a way to serve him, right? Missions is taking action to that, right? And that goes back to what we we're talking about with acts. I mean, it's it's the action. It's what has God broken your heart for? What's He given you a passion for? Um, you know, what are the ways that you can serve him? And you don't have to be in full-time ministry to do this. I mean, this is what mm-hmm. we talk about when we say, you know, no matter what, we're all we're on our personal mission fields every day. So mm-hmm. whether you wake up and go to a, you know, ministry position like like what what we're able to do or if you go to work in a hospital or a classroom or you know a courtroom or whatever that's the mission field and so what are the ways that that God calls you to serve him you know in that Mm -hmm. way
1: yeah and probably like you said people see gifts in you that you don't see in yourself so So if you have a trusted person, you know, and you, you're really unsure, say, what do you, what do you see? What do you Mm -hmm. see? And it's not asking for, you're not fishing. Mm -hmm. It is just wanting sincere guidance in that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes. And, um, and it's just, it's paying attention, I think to, you know, what are the, what are the things that God keeps bringing up? And, um, you know, and I say like, what makes you come alive, but what is it that after, and I was talking to, when I was talking to our writers and speakers about that, you know, I would, I would, you know, I would say to that, it doesn't mean it's not hard, you know, whatever, whatever way you're serving God, it doesn't mean, well, oh, that's all roses. And that's, you know, <laughs> everything goes great all the time. Um, ask anybody in any type of like leadership position or anything yeah. or ministry, it's never going to go right a hundred percent of the time. Um, and you're but, never going to
1: make everybody happy. And that doesn't mean no. that you're not gifted because not every hundred percent of the people are happy. That's right.
0: Yeah. And, and with everything you have to take it back and not only take it back to prayer, because that really should be our first, that's our first action step, but that's why having that personal relationship with God is so important and, and communicating with him and talking with him um, because that is going to happen. And we, we would be, um, um, we should never be surprised by any type of enemy attack when we are looking at serving God and being obedient to him. We, we were talking about this yesterday, like, um, it should almost be expectant for us because anytime that you are, are being into your gifting and leaning into that gifting. And I told our, I told our writers and speakers that when, when we were doing uh, our workshop and I said, listen, I said, I don't, I don't know another way to tell you this. So I'm just going to tell you, you know, you should expect, you should expect spiritual warfare to happen to you anytime that, uh, you are surrendering to a calling to serve God and to serve, you know, his kingdom. And especially when you are looking at using your gifts in a way that point other people to Jesus, we should not be, um, ever surprised. And yet I am always surprised that that spiritual warfare happens to me. Um, but it, it is a piece of it. So it's, you have to be diligent in prayer, diligent in um in in remaining in the Word of God and and knowing the Word of God, because when those enemy attacks happen, we're able to line that up with the truth of what we know about God. Um, mm-hmm. and what his word says? because when we don't, that makes it very hard for us to, you know to not succumb to those you know enemy mm-hmm. attacks that will happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And going back to that initial scripture, when we looked at Acts, when he, he's talking about, um, you know, taking the gospel to the places right where we are in our own Judea's and our own Samaria's and our own, you know, all over the world, we have to think of that in terms of today being the people that are, you know, around us in our workplaces and our friend groups and our families, Um even the people who think differently than us, who are in complete um, you know, different situations than us, um, those are the, are, are the people that he's talking about until we take it to the ends of the earth and looking at the way that um, when you're operating in your giftings, you're living on mission in that way because you are witnessing to the people who are around you just in the way that you live your life.
1: Yeah, when we allow the Holy Spirit to infuse every situation and every interaction, which is, nobody is at 100% on that all, all the time. Mm-hmm. But when we when we allow the Holy Spirit to always be the welcome guest, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, to, to, to guide those interactions, we will find ourselves. Um, and I think maybe gifting sometimes can be the, the more you use it, the more God gives you you know, Mm -hmm. um, kind of situations. Mm -hmm.
0: Spider-Man. Great. Mm -hmm. Power comes great. (laughs) I'm going to get it right.
1: (laughs) And I'm going to keep using Shakira, try everything.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, this is the kind of gold content that people can expect when they listen to us. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Spider-Man and Shakira Wells, do you need when you're talking about your giftings? Um, but that is, I want anybody listening to, to really, um, take that in and understand and just, just, um, be confident in that, that God actually, he really has given you gifts in a way to serve him. And that is missions that missions is everyday life with the people that we come in contact with, whether it's workplace home, you know, family, um, you know, wherever out, you know, out and about wherever it is that that is the living on mission Mm -hmm. part and, and being in prayer and petition with the Lord about the ways that he has called you, um, to serve. And, and I think you made a great, a great point in the, in the beginning about, um, you know, our calling necessarily, um, to serve Christ doesn't change, but the way that he calls us in the different seasons of life that we're in, um, those things change over time. And yet, in in the miraculous way that only god can do they stay the same in terms of the ways that he's um the themes of the way that he's using us and things like that
1: well you know it's one of the things that um elizabeth elliott who's going to be our speaker for here comes a big plug for missions extravaganza um she she a lot of what she talks about is what her parents instilled in her because they were um her mother was a her mother was a a great author and speaker and her father was a martyr for christ mm-hmm. uh, amongst a, a lost and, and and greatly unknown tribe in ecuador um, but but she talks a lot about don't let your feelings guide your your missions actions yes yes um, that yeah. when God gives you a call, He will give you the courage. Mm, mm-hmm. And um, and that's the thing: when God gives you a call, He'll give you the gifts, and He'll give you the courage to do it. And you will find yourself, and as an introvert, standing in front of a group of people, yeah. sharing with them about the gospel. Yeah. Because He do it? Will yes. He do it? Because God yeah. wants you to be heard. God wants your gifts to be mm-hmm. uh, available. Uh, for the for the use of the kingdom and so um so it's it's going to be a situation of he will he gives you the call and he gives you the gifting and sometimes he gives you the kick in the pants Yeah.
0: yeah that that he will and it just reminds me so much of it's us waking up every single day and saying here i am lord send me right use me and you hit the nail on the head with it. And I, I I think that that's a beautiful way to to wrap up this discussion on it. And with a kick in the pants. With a kick in the pants. And just <laughs> with, Lord knows sometimes we need it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we stay bound in fear a lot of um, knowing that God's called us to serve him and yet being sometimes afraid to step out in, in faith and do that. and um, And so sometimes we need that sometimes we need the gentle reminder sometimes we need the swift kick in the pants um but the surrender comes on our part to be able to use our giftings because you know if we are believers um the gifts are imparted to us they are given to us and the holy spirit is with us every single um you know inch of the way and so the gifts are there but what it's on us what we do with them and, and how we serve how we serve the kingdom Well, friends, thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to seeing you back on the next episode of Beyond the Moment. Bye, friends. Bye.